It's time for the 32081 Scoreboard Show. Let's recap the latest weekly scores and highlights from around the county. And that's right, it's time for the 32081 Scoreboard Show. As always, I'm the Todd, and joining me in the studio is Anthony Richards. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Todd. Still uh, recovering from a, a wild game on Friday night. <laughs> uh, a wild game, it's like we can expect it, right? It's every year. It comes down to one point. Last year was overtime. This year, it's the final drive for Nice, and then, uh, you know, Pontevedra drives down for a field goal try. It's crazy, man. It's just totally crazy. I mean, I would tell people right now in St. John's County, go and mark your calendar for next year because it's probably going to be another doozy. It always is. Oh, yeah. No, no, no doubt. These two teams meet. You can just, I mean, you truly can just throw the records out the window, like they say, And but this is, this is truly the case. I mean, and it's going to come down to not just the last quarter, but probably the last possession or yeah, as we saw on Friday, you know, the last seconds of time. <laughs> now, now the big thing for me is is not only this game because we, we – well, let me say this game, but we talked about it with drafts how it's not just a rivalry game, but it's a district game. And it seems like the dominoes have started to fall because there are some people that were not expecting Nice to win this game. Nice comes out and wins it. And now all of a sudden people are talking about what happens with the playoffs. Now all of a sudden we're in a situation where that last week, and I'm sure we're going to talk about later when we talk about the matchups next week for Nice and Pontevedra. But now all of a sudden Creekside, for example, is on the outside looking in. Like they have to beat Pontevedra now, and they could lose one of those at-large bids. So now it's all kind of up in the air going into this last week of the regular season. Yeah, no, it, with it looking like, you know, Pontevedra was, you know, in, in good position to win the district, you know, you can kind of, if you're the teams behind them, you're kind of thinking, okay, you can kind of do the math and, and sort it out. But now with them losing and now, no, you know, possibly no longer have, you know, taking away that dish, you know, getting into the district as a district champion, now that that opens up, they need that at large. So now Creekside and all the teams behind them basically move a slot back. And now they're like, well, now we can't, we're not in as good a shape as we thought for that at large. So now we've really got to kind of, you know, kick it into high gear and, and really, you know, maybe even adjust our, our plan, you know, heading into the final week. So, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into to this game. And actually, I've stepped away from the stat side of it because I'm like, there were so many more storylines than just stats here playing out. And I kind of want to talk to you about, well, obviously that's what we're doing the show for, talk about the game. But beforehand, I want to talk about kind of like in three phases. I want to talk about it in the pregame and then, of course, go into the first half and the second half and, and what we saw. And starting with the pregame, I got there about 6 or 6.10, and I was able to watch and hear a little bit of the, the Nice pregame as well as the Sharks. And I noticed, I was kind of wondering if you noticed the same thing, that Nice had a little bit of a little extra pop in them. Like, they were a little bit more emotional, I'd, I like to say. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, this could, this could be either good or it could be bad. Sometimes emotion can play that way with you. Little extra pops on the side, little extra jumps. I mean, they they were definitely pumped up and amped. Then I go over and see Pontevedra warm up, and they are just like I thought they were going to be. They're business as usual. Nothing major, nothing huge, nothing you know like big high fives or pumping up stuff. They're just going through their routine, business as usual, like you know Coach Price has had them doing. I was kind of wondering if you saw the same thing when you were out there. I did. I did see that you know a little bit um, because uh, I think that's also just a reflection of kind of the teams and their makeup. And you know, you reflect your head coach and. Drafts is one of those guys where he, he's not afraid to, you know, point out that emotion, carry it on his shoulders, you know, and, and like, just, you know, play with that. Let's, you know, it's a, it's a big game, you know, I'm, he's going to let his guys know like, this is a big game. Let's, let's get up for it. this. You gotta, you know, this is what you play, what you play for, what you live for, you know, whereas like Price is, has been working for Pontevedra all year. He's a, you know, more stoic like, he gets emotional, but he picks his spots and he, and his team reflects that as well. They're very just even keel, which really helps them throughout a game, no matter the highs and lows, it kind of just keeps them level. So I think that's, it's really just, you know, both teams are pretty up for it. I think they're just kind of reflecting their coach and kind of this, that attitude that they're, uh, they basically 
model and approach their team after. Now, one thing I do want to say in the in the first half, let's go and jump into the game here. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to figure out where I want to start with this because there's so many different storylines <laughs> when you look at this. But um, let's go ahead and start out with, with the offense for Nice and, and how um, – Ponavidra kind of try to defend them, and then also, you know, I want to talk about Maddox Spencer and Braden Felder. You know, definitely for sure there, and KJ Perry and Cam Smith. When you looked at them in the first half, it looked like Ponavidra Mahoney was definitely all over Maddox. There were, I know there was a lot of people from Nice saying there was some, you know, pass interference there or whatnot. Um, but I was more, I wasn't as shocked by the defense because I thought there was some good defense on the Ponavidra side, but. Braden Felder and Maddox were just able to get open. It seemed like, and it 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 just worked for Nice. And they also were able to play a little bit of that column ball that you know, where they're you know they did like the double reverse and stuff like that. And we'll get into the punt, the fake punt a little bit later in the third quarter. But it seemed like this Nice offense was able to get open, and you know they and Pontevedra still had to respect the run game with KJ Perry and Cam Smith, even though it wasn't as effective as maybe as we've seen the entire season up to now. Yeah, it was a little more, um, you know, they leaned definitely a little more. It was still balanced, but it leaned a little more to the words of the pass. Um, but I think that they just found it working early on and they just decided to ride it. Um, but, yeah, I know I, I think the play of Felder, like, you know, I, we've talked about how he's been emerging and developing throughout oh, yeah. the year. That touchdown pass plays. was unbelievable. The one <laughs> no, that he caught on his fingertips yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah, and on fourth and, and like fourth and six, you know, I mean, that's the play you need and, and they mm-hmm. come up with it, you know, so like. I think his play, like he, it was a heck of a game to basically have his like coming coming out party, um, and I mean that, and that helped Maddox because it opened. I talked to Maddox after, and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, Braden, you know, doing his his thing on the other side just opened things up for me. It makes my job so much easier when, when kind of both of us are going, and it makes you know the jobs of all the receivers easier. So it, and you really saw that in that game. Like they couldn't quite just say, okay, let's just focus and lock down uh, Maddox. You know, force the other guys to beat us." Well, the other guys, they beat him, you know? So. Yeah. And what's amazing is most people might not realize this, but both of them had defensive pass interferences declined on both of them because they made the catch. One was on Braden on the on the touchdown. Then Maddox had that really nice catch that Bryce threw down to him, which was, I don't know, he caught like at the 50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a tremendous catch, but they, they really fought for the ball and they did a great job with it. No, yeah, it was really, uh, I mean, their awareness of like – where the ball's at in the air. I mean, Maddox, you know, he does that routinely, but with, with Braden doing that and just all the receivers kind of just had this great awareness about them and it, it helped in the passing game. Plus it also helped that Bryce was, he was, he was really on, like he was, you could tell he was feeling it. You know, he uh, was dropping balls in a couple mm-hmm. times. I thought, yeah. Oh, that ball, that ball is going to get picked. That ball is going to get knocked down. And he just, just threads it over top of like two, like out, outstretched defenders fingertips and right into the hands of his receiver. I'm like, it didn't take long. It's like halfway through the first quarter, I was like, "This, this is a different type of Bryce. This is this guy is on tonight." You know? Yeah, and it was weird because you didn't, you know. I was going to let's go and jump into Bryce. I was going to talk about it later, but let's talk about it now since you brought it up. You know, Bryce was one cool cucumber when he came into this game. I was wondering how the how coming back to Pontevedra was going to affect him. I know there was a lot of stuff out there, bulletin board material from the Pontevedra side this year or this week, I should say. But I got to tell you, I was impressed with Bryce because there were a couple times that he could have gotten rattled. Uh, with the interception and stuff but he came back I mean and especially that last drive in the fourth quarter I mean I'm happy for the kid he was able to get that touchdown and get the lead and stuff but more impressed like I said I was was that he maintained a sense of composure and you never saw the offense which is totally on the on the quarterback in my opinion but you never saw the offense get rattled 
to where they were like at a fourth and six, like you said, or something felt like they couldn't get it. He always had them up and, you know, basically saying, Hey, I believe in you guys. Let's go get this thing. Let's win it. And I thought that was very impressive on his part. No, it was really, it was very impressive. And it, and it was, you know, I mean, he's played some great games, but like, this seemed like the first time where truly him and, and, and drafts were on the same page. Like, yeah, definitely. You know, he, yeah. he almost knew what play was coming in at this point, you know, and it was just, it was just, just seamless from the fourth down pass to Braden. That was actually, that was like a hot read. They saw that because um, I was watching. I was look. I was on the knee sideline. They happened to look over, and I saw them kind of. He noticed, like Bryce noticed that that uh, Braden was lined yeah. up on a safety, which is a huge mismatch because of Braden's speed. And he just kind of pretty much signaled to where, like you know, Maddox would kind of stop, like you're throwing a screen to him, and Braden just pretty much one on one just ran right by the safety, and Bryce just lobbed it right over, perfectly placed and perfect catch. I mean. That was that was a hot read that I don't think you know early Bryce in the early part of the season probably doesn't do that, especially on a big fourth down like that in a crucial game. But him making that play just shows how mature he's he's gotten at the quarterback position. Well, and I thought the other good play that showed how mature he was was, I think they were like on the five or seven, and there was the interception as they were driving down, and you know it was like seven seven yards and goal or something like that. And he threw that pass to Braden Felder. There's actually I went back and watched it. There was pass interference on that with Braden. He got pushed down and. That was the one where the interception came back. It was like 90 yards, so it must have been from the 10. And yeah. there was a block in the back. And if you go back and watch, you can see Coach Price. He knew it right off the bat. He saw it. He was, like, talking to his his, uh, his player. But for you to drive down there and have a successful drive, and it turns into an interception, and then for him still to what you're saying, maintain your composure, was huge for Nice. Absolutely huge. And the yeah, whole team, in fact, not just him, but everybody. Yeah, no, it's, and that reflects even to the defensive side. Like, if you're – you know, like quarterback, which is just such a just a it just it's just a leader position. You know, it, it, you want your your quarterback is a leader, whether it's he's like a quiet leader or you know, however he goes about it. But he's in a leadership role, so like, and it reflects to the entire team. And I think the defense, you know, them marching down first drive of the game, just hey, we're up yeah. seven nothing. Here you go, guys. You you got the lead. Just it feeds the whole team with confidence. Now speaking of defense on the defensive side, in the first half, of course, Cole Matson had a great catch to see him over the middle, and I will say that um, you know Landon Oakla was covered. It looked like, and I'm not entirely sure if Nieces, but it looked like Jacob Curry was kind of shadowing him a little bit and seeing what's going on. They were able to limit him significantly, and also uh, we had a pass breakup, I think, on that side by Jacob Curry. So it looks like the defense. Also, you had Elijah Luckett back, and I know he wasn't 100, percent but I'd rather have him back at not 100 percent than not at all. So you, you, you had Kirill and and um, Elijah on the corners pushing more stuff towards the middle, which obviously Cole had a great catch. Um, and what was it, like 74 yards, something like yeah, that? Some, yeah. So, yeah, something like that for a touchdown. But do you think that that also – it's very obvious they were watching the film on Nice's defense, but did you also see and think that by them pushing – the, to the middle, and I'm going to get to Noah Hodge in a second, but by pushing the offense to the middle, it seemed to help out Nisa's defense a lot. Yeah, I think it did. I think it was one of the adjustments. You know, we talked about how the bye week could help, you know, after right. you know giving up a lot of points the last couple of games that they were, you know, out in the field that, you know, they've been in some shootouts lately. And it, it did look like it looked like a different Nice defense, you know, out there. They Not just confidence-wise, but also just schematically. And I think that was part of it. You know, it's one of the things I think they made an adjustment to. Uh, and the bye week really, really helped. That's where you could see it. And uh, it, it came to fruition. You know, uh, really and, helped uh, in the passing game. You know? And Noah Hodge came out on fire after his injury. <laughs> he came back out. Jack Warks, I saw him back out there. But, I mean, Noah Hodge has a sophomore. He just lit it up. He ended up with two sacks and multiple tackles. I mean, that kid was just on fire. 
no, he was one of those where you, you could tell he's been sitting out and he's been wanting to play, you know, just chomping at the bit and he got his chance and, and he, he made it, he made the most of it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you feel about um, in the first half with, with Ponte offense? Because it looked like they were trying to test a short game a little bit. I heard some Ponte fans talking, you know, we, we've been running the ball, let's get in the air and then Cole scores a touchdown. I didn't see many changes in the first half. It looked like they really wanted to establish the run with Brian Case, who's a great runner. Don't get me wrong, he did a great job there. But it seems like they didn't, they didn't test the air as much as I was hoping they would. Yeah, I know. They wanted to establish a run. But, again, that's I think that's their, their you know, at, that's the, their at their MO, heart, huh? I think they're, they're a physical t- type of team. And, uh, you know, I know, and Brian you know, had a great game, scored, you know, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. And he, I mean, he runs hard. So And they were getting yards, but I think, you know, they just got those like crucial third down opportunities and uh, they just weren't able to convert early on. So you had a couple, you know, early, like, you know, a couple of three and out to start kind of, and, you know, and it gives knees the ball back. So I think Nice just did a, a good job of, you know, kind of just not letting them get in a rhythm early on. Whereas, you know, the opposite where Nice was able to get in the rhythm and you, you get the early lead and then you're, you're playing from out front and that's, it makes a huge difference. And also let's just say it. How big was that 44 yard field goal? By Danny Jones by Nice. That was huge. I mean, he and he had plenty of leg on it, too. That's what's crazy about it. He just kicked the heck out of that ball. No, yeah, special teams, like, if it, there were plays made, um, you know, by both sides on special teams, but Nice made more of them. And that, that really, I mean, if you want to talk about, like, a key to the game, you know, people talk about how special teams can kind of, you know, win and lose your games. And it, I think it, it won Nice the game because from field goals to, you know, to fakes to key extra point makes, you know, to blocking an extra point, you know, like – they pretty much every time I looked up, it seems like Nice was doing something else on special teams. You know, even the opening kickoff by Braden. Um, oh yeah, you know, well he had to go up, for Elijah. You know. Yeah, he did a great job running back. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, Nice's special teams. I mean, if you're going to grade him, definitely an A plus in that game. Now, when we go into the second half, let's say this about the Pontevedra defense: their run defense was great that night. I mean, they 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 limited Cam Smith. I think Cam had one big big run, but he limited they, they limited Cam. They, they limited KJ, which I thought they did well at doing. But, again, with the, with the receiving core and with Bryce. Let's face it, Bryce ran also at some key moments to get some first downs and some yardage. So the passing game, to your point, really had to open up. But did you – I from my standpoint in the second half, I didn't see as much of an adjustment on the defensive secondary side for, for, Pon, uh, for Pontevedra. But I also found it fun to watch. When these came out in the second half – I've called a call-in ball for a couple weeks now, but they came out with that fake punt right away with, with mm-hmm. Braden Felder, and it seemed like they kept Pontevedra guessing because they ran stuff that we haven't seen them run all season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the fake punt was was it was huge because you know Pontevedra comes out and they they march right down the field, and, you know, and you're kind of thinking, oh, you know, like this, they just you exactly. know they threw the first they threw the first big big swing in the first in the second half. Mm-hmm. So let's see how how Nice responds. You know, they they did Denise when Nice did them in the first half and Panavita responded, let's see how Nice responds. You know, this is a, yep. a game of responses and, you know, Nice, it looks like they're about to punt. So Panavita forced, they drove down the field, scored, and then now they forced them to punt. So everything kind of just swinging in Panavita's favor. And then, and then drafts called the fake and the fake is successful. And now Panavita and the Nice comes, offense comes back out on the field and, and you're continuing your drive and you've kind of, you know, whatever momentum Panavita looks like they were ready to grab, you you know you continue your drive and kind of do your thing and and you kind of just hold hold the stalemate you know basically and uh, that was that was a huge play because I mean Pontevedra was probably ready to thinking we're going to get the ball we're going to drive down again 
we're gonna you know basically put this start to put this game you know in doubt you know so that was huge so now what was your thought nice is down by six they hold Pontevedra. the defense comes up big for nice the punt happens it's a short punt i think it ended up back on the 40 of the Pontevedra side but bryce gets you know gets the ball and what are your thoughts on the sideline watching this? I mean, are you sitting here going, this is made for a movie type of thing or how this is going to work out? Because I'm sitting there going, this is unreal that it's coming down to this again. Yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, yeah, the exact same thing. I was thinking, especially with, you know, Bryce's history with Ponavidra, I'm like, this is, this is his chance, you know, to, to lead a drive, you know, and create a memory he'll never forget, you know. And, um, and they had been driving on Ponavidra. Ponavidra's defense was – you know, doing his part of like, you know, allowing them, you know, not to basically get in the end zone, you know, for a lot of, yeah. know, there in the second half. But, uh, but I, you know, you just felt like, okay, they've been driving, so they've had success. But I was thinking, let's just see if they can actually punctuate it. And also the, the missed extra point earlier by Fonavidra, that's one of those plays where you're like, that, that right there, that, that could come that back and haunt you, you know, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's 23-17 and you may need that point later. Yeah. And I'm thinking if they do score a touchdown here, man, it's going to come down to that extra point. And it, and it did. And then, and the other thing too is you, you know when, when you talk about Danny Jones and his kicking, you know Bryce runs in for the touchdown and it's tied. And Danny's been here before in games during the season where the kick's been on him. I mean he's had some game winners. He had another chance to come out. And I gotta say it's it's you know the one thing I did notice about Nice and, and also upon Avidra. I'm not you know it was a great game all around. But mm-hmm. the one thing also that I was impressed actually with both sides was how they were just able to like play in the moment. And what I mean by that, it seemed like, you know, they weren't getting caught up in, in, in the hype. They weren't being caught up in the, the amped moment, so to speak. They were able to just keep their heads on both sides of the ball and get it done. Of course you had the missed, you know, extra point, like you said, it's going to happen in a game, mm-hmm. but yeah. I was really impressed by both sides of how these players played and, and, and kept it focused on the field. Yeah, no. And, and it, and it was, um, you know, it got like it was like not wasn't over super like super chippy. You know, where there's a lot of no, personal fouls right. and guys shoving. There was some you know jawing back and forth, which you just expect in you know a rivalry game. But it wasn't. They didn't. There was like a there was a healthy it remained a healthy respect, which was which was even great to see because instead of just like you know getting kind of physical after plays or something, they they put it into their play. You know, and they were like, okay, I'll show you. I'll just beat you on you know on the next route I run or you know it's it was uh, just a great back and forth. You know, the entire the entire time. Both sides. It I was mean, just a great game. Yeah, they came out to play, and, and they knew they knew uh, you know all that was on the line, you know, heading into this game. I'll tell you the one stat I did not check on was with all those people there. I was wondering if the Pontevedra concession stand ran out of stuff because they they were busy all night. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I mean like I got there around like six, and there was already there were, the line was already backed up. Oh, it's you know, crazy. Getting burgers and hot dogs, so I was like, yeah, if they, they don't run out, I'd be surprised. <laughs> but, but 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 I think you both both you and I can admit this was just a great game. It was a fantastic game to be as a fan, fantastic game to watch. I know there's a winner or a loser, but I think both teams, uh, you know, really played their hearts out. They played a great game, and the fans that were out there, and it was standing room only. Way, I mean, I'm, I mean, there were people sitting in the in the aisles and stuff up mm-hmm. in the stands and stuff. So it was just a great game to be at, and I, I highly recommend anyone that can go out and support both of these schools and any of their athletics go out and do it because it's a fun time. Yeah, no, no doubt. It was, I mean, it was just one of those instant classic games, you know. And I think you know both coaches. You know, afterwards, you know, we're telling their teams, you know, this is these are the types of atmospheres and games. You you know, you're a kid running around the front yard dreaming of playing in one day. So like, you got the chance to do that, whether you win or you lost. You know, you got that chance, and that's those are memories. You know, you're never going to forget. So now let's let, let's move on to how this affects this week. So Nice now either has a lot of fans or a lot of people rooting against them. Either way, you look at this. 
So now that they've won, they they are going to host Tokoy, who's in the district. Uh, Tokoy, I believe they beat. Didn't they beat Flagler? Yes, they did. They beat Flagler, yes. uh, Palm Coast this past week also. So Nice is going to host Tokoy, and I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I think Nice wins this game. I think the the defense is playing phenomenal. I think they're going to be even back stronger. Um, getting Noah Hodge, Jack Warrex. I think Elijah's going to get healthier. I, I just see Nice winning this game. But it really starts to mess with the playoff schedule now because if Nice wins, they win the district, they're in and they're one of the top four. Ponavidra is going to play Creekside. And I'm going to go and say right now, I think Ponavidra is going to win that game. I was talking to someone today about it. I think Creekside puts up a lot of points. And I think you and I talked about this before. They also give up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the Ponavidra defense is just playing very well. They played very well against Nice. I think they're going to give Sean Ashenfelder and the Creekside offense a little bit of a hard time. And I think their offense, I think Ben Burke, Brian Case, Cole Matson, I think all of them are, are going to play great too. So I see them winning. But it really, with Nice winning, it, it, it's, all eyes are going to be on this last week. I mean, this is a phenomenal way to go into last week of their high school to see what's going to happen and how all of this is going to pan out. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It's going to be a, a great, you know, and you don't always get that in the last week, you know, because sometimes it is non-district games and all, but, but the, you know, the way they do it now where it's based on the rankings, it does make it interesting because every game, even, the, you know, the non-district ones are, are key to, you know, if you, make, if you make the playoffs or not. So it'll all come down to this last week and yeah, it's going to be pretty epic. I do know that, you know, if I'm, I know the Nice coaches are going to be harping on like, let's finish the job because, uh, right. you know. I mean, no matter what level, but especially with high school kids, you know, you get it's such an emotional win and you're like, hey, we still have one more game and it's a district game. And like that wasn't the last district game. Right. So if we don't, you know, if they don't go out and, and take care of business and beat Takoy, then, you know, the final regional win is, is truly just bragging rights. It doesn't mean as much. So like, let's make it mean something, you know, let's win this thing. So I know they're going to be harping that. So that's the only the only caveat. But if Nice comes out and plays that, yeah, they'll he'll handle business against Takoy. But that's the thing, but I know Coach Drafts will have them ready, and uh, and they'll be ready to go, especially with the, I want to say the not not the revamped defense, but the healthy defense. <laughs> yeah, and, and I also think also when you look at it, I think that Ryan Kilmer over at Tacoy, like I said before, he's a good quarterback, but I think he hasn't seen corners that he's going to see in Elijah Luckett and Creel Carter and the secondary. I mean, Cade Papineau is also playing great, dropping mm-hmm. back and everything, and and you got Jacob Curry and I, I just I, I just see this defense for Nice giving Tacoy fits on friday yeah. night oh yeah especially with it being your know, senior night oh yeah I mean, that, that, that's that's like you know you don't want to lose your final home game so that also gives nice a little you know extra you know like in, if they needed any you know extra incentive that gets, that's that, that's it right there you know you want to win you know going out on top in your final home game for the seniors you know it's gonna be interesting because you're gonna have two football games just a few miles apart mm-hmm. and they're gonna be worth a dandy when it's all said and done okay. district titles district playoffs everything so, oh yeah, yeah. That's just high, that's just high school football in St. John's County. You know? <laughs> so, 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 what are you planning to do on Friday night? Where are you going to be? I think I'm going to start pro- possibly at uh, Creekside. I'm still uh-huh. kind of working it out, but I'm going to think I might, might start there and then end at Nice. Gotcha. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see how everything uh, how everything works out. You know, it'll uh, we'll know a lot more after after the games on Friday how everything sorts itself out. But it'll be fun to see. Yeah, next week's show is going to be very interesting for us because uh, it's gonna be, it's, we're going to be playing at the last moment. <laughs> So it's going to be like wait and see what comes out. So, well, as always, Anthony, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate talking to some high school football with you. Yeah, it's always a fun time. And uh, next week is uh, I'm already ready for it. It's going to be awesome. And and as always, everyone leading up to this week, I highly encourage you to check out 
Anthony Richards on X, and you can find him at A-N-T-N-Y Rich. That's A-N-T-N-Y Rich. Also check out his articles over at the Panavita Recorder. They are awesome. For Anthony, I am the Todd, and thank you for listening to the 32081 Scoreboard Show. Thank you for listening to the 32081. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can join us for the next episode. I never miss an episode. It's the best. Until next time, take care.